Because honestly, some people probably marry somebody that they should have never married because mm. they had such a different vision, value, whatever the word you want to use is when it comes to financial stability. Yikes. What's up, fam? My name is Tim. This is my beautiful wife, Pauline, and you are tuning in to another episode of the W Podcast, where you get wisdom in the word with the wheelers. Hey! And today we are talking all about financial stability. If you missed our episode from the summer series with Patrick Chandler, financial consultant, make sure you pause this video right now, go and check it out. It was a hugely valuable episode and we want to make sure that you get that information before you tune in here. This is really a follow-up to our conversation with him. What is financial stability? A lot of times people bring up financial stability when it comes to dating and relationships, right? A lot of women that I talk to, that we get to work with, bring that up when it comes to looking for a guy. Yeah. Um, maybe the guy's really nice, maybe he's even tall, but he's not financially stable, whatever that means. And sometimes you go on dates with people, you don't really realize their financial kind of status until you get to know them a little bit better. But what is financial stability even to start with? Yeah, it's... It's a nuanced conversation because what financial stability looks like to me is going to look different from what it looks like to you. And here's why when it comes to dating, you want to make sure that as soon as you can, when it's a good time in a relationship, make sure you're on the same page with your partner if you're dating somebody and know what does financial stability look like to them. Because you want to ask them because what they think financial stability looks like could be totally different from what you think it looks like. And honestly, this is why so many couples get in trouble yeah. when they get married and start having separate bank accounts. They don't trust their partner with money. It's because honestly, some people probably marry somebody that they should have never married because mm -hmm. they had such a different vision, value, whatever the word you want to use is when it comes to financial stability. Yikes. And that is so, so, so key because money, I'm not sure if it still is, but at one point it was the number one reason for divorce in America. And to your point about financial stability looking different for everybody, it definitely looks different if you live in another country. And we do have some viewers who um, tune in from other countries. Hey, we're so glad y'all here. Um, but a lot of times financial stability, you know, looks different depending on what your resources are, what your environment is, and even, you know, your upbringing. So it is really important that first you define what financial stability, <laughs> what financial stability looks like and feels like for you. So then when you do get in a relationship or if you are in a relationship, and especially when you get married, that you have um, the same idea or you at least can kind of come establish a new idea of what stability is. So let's talk about more about what what kind of the differences between stability and security. Yeah, what would you say? Yeah. So stability, when I think about something that's stable, it's kind of like something that's strong, like a structure. I think of like a foundation or like a building that um, you know, when the winds blow and you know storms come, like that thing, you can count on it. It's 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 dependable, it's it's strong, right? But when I think about security, I think about like literally a security officer like you know somebody like oh when something pops off like i got somebody to call even when we think about security systems you know that people pay for for their homes or even for their car or a lot of things you can buy for like it's a security system that's what i think kind of like the difference of them are like what's the different like you know how 
the two are different from one another. But when it comes to us as Christians, what I think is really important when it comes to financial stability, especially for us women, because women, our number one need is security, right? And I know I mentioned this in the beginning of the video. We talked about a lot of women are like, oh, you know, he's cute. He loves God. But like, what's his status? Especially as we get older. Mm. I'm seeing that because women, as we get older, I mean, everybody as they get older, hopefully, you know, we're... We're making more money, we're adding more value, we're making greater impact. So, you know, that means that, you know, and you're paying down your debt, people are out of school, like your financial kind of status is growing. And that's why it's so important, you know, at, that you consider finances and your mindset towards finances when you are um, kind of building out whatever it is that you're looking for in a mate. And as you're dating, because I think a lot of times, you know, people wait too long to talk about finances. Um, and their their dating yeah. kind of journey, and that can cause a lot of just unnecessary drama and strife. Um, so yeah, for us women, it's really important for us to know that first of all, our security comes from God. Like, of course, you want a man who has you know his stuff together as much as possible. We all would love to marry a billionaire. <laughs> I mean, everybody would love that, right? But at the end of the day, like, what really matters is somebody's heart and their character because. Uh, if you have a bunch of money, but then you blow it all on gambling or, or, or you, you know, buy a car, but you don't pay your bills, like what's really the point and money is so interesting. And it makes sense why the Lord focus is so much on it in the word, because it does tell what's important to us. And it does tell, um, you know, like our behaviors and you could really tell a person if you look at their bank statements, like what are you been spending money on? Oh, you buy like 17 of those Bath and Body Works candles a, a month. That's not good, you know what I'm saying? Or you spend all your money on, you know, your car, but, you know, you have a crazy car payment, but then you don't pay your student loans. Like, that kind of tells a lot about somebody, right? Um, so I think that just security at the end of the day, like, we have to know that as women, if, you know, as our need, our number one need is security. We want to feel secure in a relationship. We want to feel like, oh, our man can take care of us. And there's nothing wrong with that, like, at all. Like, I want to be clear, like, that's... I really believe that that's a, a need that the Lord has given us, but it's a need that he's meant to fulfill. And sometimes he does fulfill it through our husbands. And obviously when we're growing up, he can fulfill it through our fathers. If our dad is in our life or through our parents, let's just say our caregivers. Um, but as we get older, we're kind of like, oh, well, I need a man who can take care of me. Or some ladies on the other side of the spectrum where they're like, I can take care of myself. Like, I don't need a man as so I have my own separate stuff, right? Um, but we have to, at the end of the day, know, like, our security is in God. Because y'all, life be life in. Life be life in. And if people lose their jobs, you know, you go through health crises. And health, health crises would be draining your bank account. Because those hospital bills are no joke. Um, so stuff happens and you have to just know that, you know, God is the one who's going to take care of you at the end of the day. So as we, you know, we were talking about that, like fall, kind of following up on our conversation with Patrick is a lot of times, you know, a lot of y'all loved that video. So we wanted to do a follow up or do a part two because we saw it. Oh my gosh, we need to talk more about money and dating. Um, because it's something that is maybe kind of like faux pas, if that's the word. Yeah. And <laughs> I think for some people, you shouldn't be asking the question, well, am I ready or am I financially ready for marriage? But really the question you should be asking, especially the fellas, should be with the money and resources I have now, how can I make marriage work? 
because so many people were like, well, you know, one day when I'm, yeah. one day I'll have money or one day I'll do this. And like, the truth is you don't know what you're going to do because so nobody good. does. Like the Bible says, like, we don't know what tomorrow holds. Right. So just focus on today. And that's why you got to start with what you have. And I'm realizing in my own life in different areas that I have everything that I need mm. to get to the next level. I just have to learn how to work it. So you may be at a certain income right now and you're not happy with where you are, especially as a guy. And you're like, I want to make more money when I to get married. And it's yeah. like, look, like, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. But what can you do right now with the money you have, with the time you have? Because right. some of y'all not working enough. You need to be doing Instacart, DoorDash, whatever to get more money. And then you would be able to get married. And somebody was like, well, I just, I just want to make more money. It's like, what are you doing to right. actually do that? So sit down. Make a budget and figure out, okay, with the money I have, I could afford this much in rent or I could do this much for a ring or whatever you need to do in order to take the next step towards marriage, especially if you're in a relationship. Like, don't have some lady out here four or five years just muddling through a relationship because you're not sure how you're going to financially make it work. Just figure out how you can make it work now because here's the thing, y'all. You can make it work. Right, I think God so provides. God provides. We got married, and I was only making thirty-two thousand a year, and by no stretch is that a lot of money. <laughs> but guess what? You don't stay there. Right, and I didn't stay there. Honestly, when I proposed, actually, I wasn't making thirty-two when we got married. I was I proposed at thirty-two, and God increased me before we got married, and He continued to increase me every few months after that. And I think so many people get nervous and get scared, whether it be marriage or whether it be when you're married and you're like, should I have a baby or not? And it's like, the Lord is the one who provides and he provides all your needs. And if you are taking the next step, wouldn't it be the right thing for a good father to help you make more money to be able to take the next step? Like, but you had to take the step of faith. So good. Let's just pause right there. Clap it up. Snap it up. That is so good because it's so true what you said about you know it comes comes back what we said earlier about like god being your security and some of you guys feel like oh god is leading me to date this person especially ladies like god is leading me to go on a date with this guy and get to know this guy better but i make more than him i know that i do (laughs) i drive a mercedes and he drives you know a 15 year old honda and like that may be true but also like why does that matter and and it's not even a matter of like Oh, what does that matter? Because some ladies would link it back to like, oh, well, if I make more money than him, that must mean that I work harder than him or that I'm smarter than him. And like, that means he can't lead me and all these different things. And it's like, well, what if God wants to lead you to a place where your character grows bigger than your bank account? What if God cares more about who you are than what you do? Think about that for a second. Like, sure, you may have, like, your career all lined up and you're hardworking and you know how to bring money in and all those things are important and they're good. But what if God wants to build up another part of you and you're so focused on, oh, well, you know, he he doesn't bring to the table what I bring to the table. Well, why do you need two turkey dinners? Maybe you bring the turkey and he brings the ham. You know what I'm saying? That was such a corny <laughs> analogy. But all that to say is like, you know, sometimes we want a partner who is who we are. And that kind of goes back to like suitability. And also those things, things change, y'all. Like when when Tim and I started dating, when we got married and for a good, uh, for a couple of years into our marriage, I was making more than him. Now he's making a lot more than me. 
things change. So a lot of times we, you know, we make decisions, long-term decisions off of short-term situations. Don't let that be you, ladies. Don't let that be you guys. Like you guys, a lot of times are like, oh, well, I can't, just like you said, I can't see into the future. I can't see how I'm going to make 100, 150, $200,000. I can't see how I'm going to provide a life for this girl that I know that she wants. So I'm just going to say no to right now. And you're missing out. And at the same time, you're crying to the Lord, asking him, like, you know, where's my spouse? Where's my spouse? And he's like, well, you... <laughs> <laughs> you're bypassing people because of fear, if we're being honest. If you know that God is your provider, whether you have a million dollars in the bank or whether you have two dollars in the bank, and I'm not saying this is easy. This is what we're living. We all are living this out in our own way. We all want more money. We all want, you know, to accomplish different things, and we need money to do that on earth. And God will provide it each step of the way. And that's like, I love that verse in the Bible um, that says that God's word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. But we have to remember that it's not a floodlight. God a lot of times gives us one step at a time. He'll say, go on a date with this girl. Even if she's wearing shoes that cost more than your rent. Even if, you know, go out with that guy. Even if he is, um, you know, has if he's four or five years younger than you. And, you know, he just got out of college. You know, like, go on a date. God may not tell you, oh, that's your husband. Marry him. That guy's going to be the next Bill Gates. But he may say, like, go on a date with him. Get to know this guy's heart and his character. Know that you you would get to know that he has my heart for money. Sure, he only makes, you know, $400 a week right now, but he tithes. Come on, somebody. That's That means that he's not getting attacked by the enemy in the same way other people are. You know, he's generous. You know, he's smart. He invests. Like, all the, you know, the kind of the character things that you want. Because a lot of times we say, like, oh, well, when I make this amount of money, then I'll do this. Then I'll do that. Then I'll be generous. Then I'll tithe. And you can't think that way because if you don't tithe, they'll never make the amount of money that you want to make. Because your car's going to get busted every couple of months. <laughs> I'm kind of joking. But anyway. Yeah. So someone who's watching this they may be wondering what's the next step for them like yes i hear this information i don't want to stay stuck like what would you suggest that they do yeah i mean one of the best things that we did individually and then um as a couple once we were married was to take a financial class um and read financial books listen to financial podcasts um just really get aligned with money because um, a lot of us have financial goals or places that we want to be, but we really don't know the next step to take them. And it's going to be different for everybody because like you said, everyone's resources are different and like what's available to you is different. And a lot of times we look at other people and say like, oh, that's nice that that person paid off their car, but I have this bill and that bill and I just got laid off or whatever the case is. And it's like, that's fine. You don't have to do what other people are doing, but you do need to do the next best step for you. So I would look into that. Some people, you know, we took Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University, um, which we can link that below um, the website. You can find a class that's close to you. They have classes virtually and in person all over the nation. Or you can, um, if that's not feasible for you, because there is a financial commitment for that, um, you can uh, get his book, Total Money Makeover, which we both have and have read. Um, and we can link that below for you as well. And you can even get that, I think, at libraries. So if you're not able to afford um, to purchase that right now, like get it at the library and take pictures. Yeah. I've done that <laughs> and save them. Yeah. And even if 
you know, some people have their feelings about Dave Ramsey and his methods and definitely understand some of that. But you got to learn how to be able to take in the meat, spit out the bones. Yes. And really, it's about the heart posture. Like, what is a, a good heart to have towards money? Do I have a healthy mindset? Do I have healthy behaviors? That's really what all of it is about. Like, when it comes to money, what are your behaviors when it comes to spending? So that's just something to keep in mind as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been another episode of the W Podcast. We hope it was helpful. If this video added value to you, all we ask is that you simply subscribe. Subscribe to our channel, and we would love for you to be a part of the fam. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for watching this video. To get more Christian relationship advice, subscribe to our channel. And make sure you check out our other videos as well.